Welcome to the Rose Garden. I'm Holly. And I'm Julia. Here to talk about all things Bachelor. We are here. It is an engagement party, a celebration. Pop the champagne. I'm ready. I have my beverage. That is a pour right there. Holly has a large pour. I'm prepared for the night, you know? I love that. It's also kind of a little glass to begin with in my No, opinion. yeah, yeah, to be fair. It's super funny, though, because you kind of, like, sh- like that popped out like a magic trick. Like, it came out of your hat, you know? I always, you know, pull it out of somewhere. Here we are. It's been it reminds me. I haven't pulled it out in our conversation so far. It reminds me of... <clears throat> when you had that pink bag in college that you would take everywhere and there was always things in there that I could never I was like oh I didn't know that was in there oh I didn't know that was in there like you'd have like like literally I wouldn't be surprised if you had like a bong in there and then like noodles at some point there maybe was some probably mace, a bong in there maybe like a snack always later. taser remember we played with the taser, taser. maybe like dinosaur figures possibly Just, maybe some wine like I just had no <laughs> idea often some wine and I just pictured you pulling that glass because I always provided wine. the wine and you know what am I gonna do carry it in my bare hands you put it in the purse how yeah. I carried a big purse back then now yeah. I don't go anywhere so I carry a tiny purse that has dinosaurs on it oh my god I love that see speaking of dinosaurs <laughs> speaking of dinosaurs Blake <laughs> Not at Perfect. All, Honestly, very Barney energy. I love that for him. He does have Barney en- energy. He has hardcore Sully energy from so much. So yeah. it's uncanny. It is. All yeah. right, let's just get into this. I'm Where so to- happy. Let's I was start on the so lowest excited. of the lows, okay? Because we need, like, we've talked a lot about Greg. You y'all know how we feel. It was rough, but it got rougher. No, I, I don't know. Not rougher. I think it was balanced out when he was on after the final rose and we got to see Katie go off on him. Like, yeah. I felt like he didn't balance himself out, but at least we got to, like, see him get schooled by her. Like, Which I love. Oh and also God. his whole segment, despite all the teasing up to it, was only 15 minutes. So, like, in the grand scheme of things, it balanced well. Last night, we all, we watched live last night up until the proposal for uh, the timeline here and then turned it off because we didn't want to deal with Greg last night. We were so happy. So right. I watched this morning, first thing in the morning, Greg. <sighs> right eye, bushy tail, ready Ugh. for Greg. I know. I, um, I did the same thing. I finished the episode, though, this evening on my way home. So Greg is like fresh in my it's mind. It's real fresh. I've just been trying to re-bring it back because I'm like, okay, oh my gosh, what a whirlwind. I couldn't, you know, whirlwind. last night trying to sleep. I was so riled up because, oof, well, I was got a text that was oh. not Team Katie. Oh. And I was not expecting to feel the way I felt about the situation. And I think I mostly talked to them onto, I was like, um, I, cause I was not having it. I was not going to get roped into shit talking about Katie. Right. Situation. And the thing is I hadn't watched, I hadn't seen how this went down, but I saw Becca Martinez's story and she had little clips. So I was like, cause I had got the, I got these texts. 
Right. And then I went and saw the story and was like, no, there's, there's no validity at all. There is nothing Katie could do apart from jumping up and down on the couch and screaming at Greg for me to think that there was any validity to anyone's and, critique. And here's the thing is like you, it's, I think it's fair if you're just like, Katie annoys me, you know, she's like, she's not my cup of tea. I didn't really like her as oh, a fair. lead. Like whatever <laughs> you're going to say, that's fine. But you can't sit there and tell me that if you were in her shoes or if any other bachelorette, let's, let's say Michelle, let's say yeah. it was Michelle and she was in Katie's shoes. Not that she would, you know, I don't know if she would have even responded the same way in the first place, well, but let's say that she had. That's actually going to open up a different level part of this conversation, but it's going to, we, we got to get there in a second um, on parallels about what we think would, would happen with sim- similar scenarios. But mostly it's the situation is, and even she, what wound up happening, the conclusion was she doesn't like Katie. She doesn't vibe with Katie. That right. was the, that was, she that was, was like, oh, friend. well, I'm not actually mm-hmm. team Greg or siding with Greg here. I don't think he's that. I was like, well, then what the fuck are you saying? Like, right, exactly. Well, and okay. So if, if Michelle Young was in her position and like, she had like responded with that kind of vigor and that intensity, the way that Katie did, like, I think we always fault women and we persecute them for being angry at all in Mm -hmm. any situation. Like women are, you know, even myself, like, I feel like I'm in situations all the time where if I am outspoken or am just like a little bit frustrated with something, like I have this guilt ridden feeling of being like the bitch in the room. And, but even if like, if Michelle was in her shoes, like, and she responded that way, would you have been so hateful? Like, I think it's just a weird Katie dislike. And the combination of the fact that Greg is so polarizing, which he shouldn't be, everybody should be on the same page that he's not a good person and he needs help. But that paired with the fact that Katie's like kind of annoying. And like, I'm not going to lie. Like, sometimes I feel that way with her. Like, sometimes I get kind of annoyed. And like, I haven't been as annoyed with some other, I thought she was the best lead, like favorite season. So but, but my feelings in the beginning of the season of like, she's so relatable. I feel like she's my best friend changed over time mm-hmm. and that's fine. But that, but I still am so proud of her and I still respect her so much for the way that she responded to everything on after the final rose so I just don't get how people are putting their emotions into that like it's just very weird to me to be like oh I'm I'm not team Katie or whatever and it's like this is this is more this is about more than just like some superficial personality preferences yes oh my god yeah um I really though want to circle back to the Michelle thing because Uh Rachel Lindsay liked a tweet and it really got me thinking about a lot of things Someone tweeted that it's interesting how uh, Rachel Lindsay said, I'm living my best life and got crucified for it while Katie's here like cussing him out or whatever. And that's extremely, like, it just got me really thinking about that in general because the situations were, it was so, because at the time, you know, we were all watching it. So team Peter in that scenario, watching Peter leave and, hindsight with that situation would we think of him as a Greg looking back probably I don't know I haven't seen it in so many years now I'm wondering looking back because I know ultimately it's 
he came up and gave her an ultimatum similar yeah in a similar way and stuff and she did get crucified for it right and I mean her point as a black woman getting crucified for saying such a small thing to Peter as being insensitive you know now the tweet seems to think that Katie's not being raked over the fucking coals about this which is just not the case so like everything you said I also think is true but I I, it is interesting an interesting point because Michelle your example is also a black woman so whether or not that would even be the case because that's the the point of you saying I don't think she would would do that I don't think so either and I think because she's she's you know she knows the reactions absolutely yeah, maybe that wasn't the best like parallel example then because I think she would be so reserved and then it would be hard to watch a woman kind of just have to sit back maybe a little bit after being treated poorly. Yeah. But now, yeah, I, I just- But uh, think of a JoJo. Throw in any yeah, other anyone. white woman that is yeah. also is a fan favorite who's right. typically not controversial. Any of them- like you could plug in there you can't plug in Claire you can't plug in Caitlin either because they both were controversial too but like Jojo are you kidding no one had a problem with Jojo no and yeah and I just am curious how people would respond in that way like is it more of a you have a distaste for Katie or is it actually that you have I'm sorry but you have issues because somehow you're blinded to a to the love that you claim Greg actually felt for her, which let's just get into the- I was about to say, great segue into the fact that he absolutely didn't love her. And the fact that like, she was saying things that were just like, she wasn't harsh. What she was saying, she's like, that is not love. It's important to say that. And right, to I don't- that out. Any, yeah, I, apparently Demi- Oh my it, God, I, mm-hmm like tweeted that like you don't tell somebody like what love is to them it's like girl what are you fucking talking about like bitch like bitch the fuck like down demi sit down like first off he she knows how she feels that is her reality her reality is that she did not feel love from him okay if even if she would have said something different like this is all semantics at this point let's be honest because yeah. what she was also trying to get at is that you didn't show me love not just you no. didn't you didn't love me because honestly those are synonymous i don't say i love you to my partner because it's some sort of catchphrase it's some sort of thing i just am supposed to say or that like it's a feeling that i just say and it has no like tangible it's like, hometowns it's time this. to say it like oh my god it it comes with like I love you and I but I show you that I love you I that is consistent and yes I do have some manipulative moments we all do in relationships but I am when I'm telling somebody I love them it comes with the like acts that go with it you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just, it's just so silly to me to be like, oh, you don't tell somebody what love is for them. When Greg literally had her on her fucking knees, begging him to, begging him to stay and not caring about how she felt and that she was crying. And you think that his like version of I love you is valid? How She's is that defending valid? abuse as love. 
But it's just like, how is that valid to you? Like, it's not. To be like- she is literally saying that an abuse, someone, she is defending domestic abuse. That sentence, that is what that is. That is the excuse they give. Well, you don't, he loves me so much. He just cares that much that he's violent or whatever it is. He's emotionally fucking abusive to me. That's right. not okay. Those words are so fucking damaging. Right. And that's, like, and that's the thing is those are, it's, it's not, it's like a fucking, I don't know, like an oxymoron. Like you can't say I like your, if your actions don't show, I love you, you do not love someone. And so it, it's just like infuriates me. It makes me so mad. Like just, yeah. Demi, per, just tweeting that out there. Like that's no big, like, Oh, I know what I'm like. What the fuck? Like you are perpetuating this narrative that is just an excuse for domestic abuse. And I think that people, the reason why people have a hard time with this whole gaslighting term, right. Is because like in this situation, like, I think if we are using it pretty objectively, somebody would think, Oh, well, now Katie's gaslighting Greg because she's saying, she's saying, you don't love me or something. Like she's putting words in his mouth or like blaming him or something. Like you don't That's actually a stretch. Do <laughs> it's a stretch. I, I'm not agreeing with that. <laughs> but I'm saying that like maybe people are having a hard time with like the consistent usage of gaslighting, like what that is even looked like in the media and like how we actually, because when it's, yeah, I, I I don't see the validity in it, but I'm just saying like, maybe that's where people, like, I'm trying to see the flip side of things. That's the and problem. I'm just not- again, it's like, you've been saying this whole time is it's like arguing with a Trump supporter. Like I can't find w- what their reason for thinking that is. I just, yeah. I'm looking for it and I cannot find it. Well, and I'm trying to have some like sympathy because I, I like feel bad almost like, how are you to like, sit there and not understand what that looks like it's really sad it's really sad and scary and I mean then of course people are like pissed at Katie because she she brought up the whole acting thing which I'm just like honestly he deserved that like that's the tea that she found out after the show don't act like if you were in her position and you found out that information and you were pissed at your ex that you wouldn't bring that up also you watch it back knowing that and you see the bad fucking acting. It's so painfully clear. And to be on that, her side of it, having to watch that, like infuriating. And that's the thing is what we saw was her finally getting to be mad at something because she wasn't mad in the moment. She was mad at herself and she's finally realizing, oh my God, this whole time I should have been mad at him. And now I'm even more mad because I have this delayed mad. I'm mad at you for tricking me into not being mad and tricking me into being mad at myself for the situation. Yeah. Like, of course she's going to unload. And she just sat there watching and she had just heard Greg say, I wouldn't do anything different. I don't regret anything. Yeah. Oh, I-, I would do nothing differently. I have no regrets. Caitlin clarified. Are you kidding? And yeah, I think that it's like totally, it's, it's such a, um, it's like a good power move to also like have when you're in a manipulative situation and that person keeps honing in on the same thing over and over again, it feels good when you have another piece of evidence to kind of segue it elsewhere so that you fluster them. Like, yeah. 
she she's trying it worked she's trying to dodge what he is throwing at her and I think that that is totally a normal human response like she no it didn't matter what she said yeah during hometowns or on after the final rose if she hadn't brought up the acting thing and made him look like a fool he would have kept drilling in the same manipulative comments that he was saying the whole time like I was starting to feel manipulated Honestly, I was watching it. He and he was straight up just contradicting one sentence. He'd say something and then he'd say the complete opposite thing and look at her like, well, obviously this. And it's like, that's just not what you said. I do have notes somewhere, but honestly, fuck it. But like, I was writing shit down. I'm like, you just said this. Right. No, the inconsistency was crazy and it got buried in with all of these other things he was saying. I think where people start to like really get sucked into his point of view is the whole like role role of the bachelorette which is so silly because like you went on the show you know what her position is you know that she has other guys there like you know this but yet somehow you're making me feel like I should agree with you that she should have told you like I love you and I'll just end everything for you. Like somehow I was getting pulled into that and I had to be like, Julia, reality check. Like this is not healthy behavior. And it's so stupid because like you went on this fucking show, you signed up for this, you signed up for this. And that is the validation through the show. Like we said last week, getting a rose, getting a one-on-one, getting all of those things. That is your validation. Silly or not, it is your validation. And that's not how things go in real world. And even the she real said, she's like, I am the bachelor. He's like, you were the bachelorette. And there were just so many things. It's like, Greg, you weren't being Greg. And who's Greg? Who are you, Greg? Like, what? Oh my God, that was the, I was like, what, what's that from? Chris Harrison talking to Rachel Lindsay. Who are you, Rachel? Mm. hmm I didn't even realize what reference I was making. I got so heated. <laughs> you were having like, and then I, that's the thing that just, it makes, it's infuriating the whole situation. And to, I mean, he's friends with a producer, which is why he's getting all this favorable edits. They wanted him to be bachelor. Then Matt James got cast. So they had to bump him from Claire's season right. because they knew right. they couldn't have, like, it's all so obvious we dodged a bullet though for real because we could have had him as the lead are you kidding I'm still scared we could with the way Bachelor has been editing him and like trying to shove him like make him seem so nice I think that it's too controversial I hope so because it's so split like I think it's more split than you think because majority of what you're seeing is like people responding to the Greg stands as opposed to the people who like are on our side and they're just I not really guess, about but it. the fact Crazy that someone thing. would think I'd be on their side about that is what really alarms me you know oh absolutely yeah that's that's the thing is I think you're getting such a in-your-face perspective of like holy shit this is what people are thinking so this must be what millions of people are thinking <laughs> well Greg's follower count though Okay, yeah, but women think he's so hot and they're so stupid. That's the problem the thing is I don't stupid. Care. I'm losing faith, Julia. Trump was president at one point. I know. I, I don't know. I'm scared. If it's Greg, I mean I'm not watching. That's no, I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not they supporting found it. If it is, they finally found a way to get rid of me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> or it Can could be stop it could be stuff. yeah, let's stop talking about him, but it could be the season that you go on so that you can do some evil shit on the show. Okay, here here's also Wait, though, can you imagine if 
I didn't know it was going to be Greg like in the olden days when they didn't know who it was going to oh, be yeah. and I stepped out of the limo and saw Greg oh. I laugh him like with Brad Womack except I'd mean it no you would yeah you would fully slap him I do think he is too polarizing but like I don't like to say my predictions even though when I'm really confident I'm right if I want them I won't say I think I'm sure something's gonna happen because I don't want to jinx it yeah I don't like jinxing stuff like this whole episode I predicted exactly what would happen but then I'd be like but maybe not (laughs) I'm not positive and everything I thought happened would happen well you know what I you know me I'm like I'm such a Libra I'm always trying to look at both sides of the argument and so that's where I'm like how do I just assess everything and be on everyone's side? You know, like that's like, that's the perspective I always come from. And so I have a hard time that I'm not being able to see, like I'm trying with the whole gaslighting thing. Like I'm trying to like find some sort of thing where I can understand. But even when I say it out loud, it's not consistent and it doesn't make any sense. It's just the hardest thing for me to comprehend. And it's extremely disappointing and exhausting. And my sincerest, dearest hope is that we never have to talk about Greg ever again. Yeah, I hope he never gets like a paradise like <sighs> opportunity. Like imagine next summer, Greg on paradise. I would. I can see it now. I can see it now because a droopy, obviously. Sad boy, little face. Droopy, sad boy who's like, and that would be interesting too because. Katie mentioned how people in Jersey say that he's like super cocky and just like not at all what he finally meet Jersey boy we'd finally meet do you think we would do you think that it would be enough I think he would it would be the perfect opportunity for him because he'd be like it's been over a year people Mm -hmm. forgot about my sad like thing I'm just gonna be smart he'll spin it that way and come in as a villain and not try to pull the sad boy shit in if a year if he comes yeah. in as a cocky jersey boy himself on the beach in paradise and it's like i'm gonna fuck shit up he can really run with that and people will buy it and yeah but i don't know if he's i think his ego too stubborn to let this go kind of thing exactly and also i think he has genuine reason to be like scared of how some people would respond to that because uh-huh. I think we would all be like, um, we have the receipts. We have a whole season of receipts here <laughs> that we can pull up and yeah. be like, so what happened here? So are we going to bring this back that you were acting during this whole mm-hmm. <laughs> this whole season? Oh, my, oh my Lord. God. Okay. With that, a drink, a toast. A to, toast. To Katie and Blake. To Katie and Blake. But first, we want to do a, a toast to Justin. Oh, Justin, Justin, our little montage. Okay, so update on my mother. She joined again. Love that. We get Tasha and Katie come and do the announcement as we expected of saying Greg is gone. And I'm still, it's still unclear to me if they are fully aware that Michael is also gone. Are they just wondering where the two of them are? what's yeah I'm it's, quite still sure. week, it's still hometown week and Michael left hometown week they just showed it before they showed the tell-all so it really makes you think it's so in the past but it's really not it's very fresh and I think that really remind you know yeah it reminds you of like oh oh shit like for us that was like what two or three episodes ago but really for them that was like and for Katie right that was in one week right yeah and I also think that they might have the way that it, the show portrayed it, 
is that like they thought maybe Michael was still around somewhere exactly that's what I was trying to figure out I'm like do they even know but I'm like I think that they know he's gone they just don't know why right like I think they know like he packed his bags and he left but because I mean he has to pack his suitcase and there was no date that he was ready for with COVID style rooming they're not necessarily seeing each other pack their bags and walk out especially in the final four I mean even in normal time the final four you don't see each other till the rose ceremony at all you're right it's weird enough that Blake and Justin were having this conversation which is the only reason where I'm like well they would be also you know think Michael should be here but he's not but maybe they were who knows I don't know and there were moments I thought both ways that there were things and I'd go oh no it's definitely this way and then I'd be like wait do they know yeah I don't I had no idea I could not figure it out but it definitely like puts into perspective how quick a jump this is for the guys to rush especially Justin you know to go from because and later he says default yeah you would have been top four right solid top four and that's not an insult that's not a dig that's not a knock and that's not Katie misleading you you were there by default and she literally didn't even go on the final date with you because you wouldn't have gotten there otherwise if Michael was still there she would have probably gone on that date to explore it if Greg was there she would have gone on that date to explore it I know we started calling him Greg and it's turned into Greg like Craig and now that's how I how it is Greg I just hate him so much I have to mispronounce his name Greg I type it that way too that's how I spell it but yeah Justin it's so clear and I knew immediately I like well if Blake's getting the first date Justin has zero hope of having a date it's gonna be an Emily Maynard and Ari situation where she just walks up and is like sorry I, I had a fantasy suite and it's too, it, that's it I you know what I was still surprised because really? I, because Katie has been so good at like just being the bachelorette like yeah. she just she just takes every relationship well, when she so broke seriously. her own rule I think yeah. that was because she knew and that was her time. Yeah. Like, ex- when she said it, that's when why she said it to Blake, it was like, well, yeah. we're done. No, and that was so sweet and so genuine. Like it was so cute to see her actually break. It was one rule. of the cutest I love yous I, both ways, both of them. The cutest I love yous I've seen. It was oh, it made my heart. Yeah, okay, but back to Justin. Back to um, Justin. <laughs> Your mom had some opinions about Justin, right? You said that your mom was watching with you. Oh, well, so last week she was just like, I don't see, like, I don't get it. They don't seem to like each other that much. Yeah. And then watching it, she's like, well, obviously, is she going to go on the date with him? She doesn't like him. And it's like, oh, of course, she sends him home. Then the tell-all happens and she sees the montage. And she goes, oh, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Like the meme montage? She's she like, like, oh, he is fun. <laughs> Cause they like just showed no personality in the last like two episodes and stuff. Well, and also she had just heard the like mature conversation they'd had as well. But you know, it was really the like they showed that montage and afterwards she was like, okay, I see it now. I feel like Justin is a like your mom is right though. Justin's a lot more layered than we think. Like yeah. I think that we I always just kind of thought oh well he's hot and like she wants to take him to fantasy suites like she's kind of keeping him there because he's like fun to be around but I think like 
he even mentioned that his family sees him as like a lighter happier person after being on the show and like being with Katie and I'm like I feel like once he just has a little bit of therapy and like goes on some more dates and like has his heart broken a few more times like he's gonna be a really complex and like a great guy is he on paradise I don't know he wasn't on the list I think they would save that in keep that information close to the chest I feel like he's just never had like a serious relationship. I think he even mentioned that too. Yeah. And so I think a paradise arc could be the perfect prep work for him to be introduced as bachelor if it goes the certain way. Right. I just feel like he's just, he's almost like, I wouldn't be surprised if he were a virgin type of guy. Like the way that Justin acts on the show. I would love that for him actually. Right? I he gives me virgin energy more than Mike P does. That's so funny. It's so true. Cause when Blake, um, his picture that got which we finally saw on Katie's Instagram, which got blurred out, um, he was like, That boy's wild, huh? And I know. giggling. Yeah. And it was he did paint oh, splatter, white paint splatter that took me so long to figure out was supposed to be like come cum sprayed it was kind of dumb though I was like hoping for some really like kind of an easy way out and I was like oh that's it (laughs) yeah I don't know disappointing um but yeah Justin is like I could just I feel like he's a dark horse in life like he wasn't really a dark horse in the show but like his trajectory in life like he's gonna get more I'm curious to see where he goes next (laughs) yeah me too um yeah, I thought that everything he was saying on After the Final Rose, too, was, like, pretty valid. I mean, I, him being kind of, like, questioning of, like, if he was there by default, but also the way he was talking. I mean, I don't believe he loved her, but the way he was, like, talking about their relationship, I think I was saying this last week. Like, I started to believe more and more that he actually did have uh, some feelings for her. Mm-hmm. Like, three episodes ago, like, before Hometowns, I was like, what is this boy doing here? He, is, right. he doesn't care. He does not care about her at all. Like, he, this is not the kind of girl that he sleeps with. This is not the kind of girl that he picks up at a bar. Like, this is not anything that he would ever do in his life. But then, like, with his Hometowns and his kind of, like, dorky, fun friends, I was like, maybe Justin's, like, a little bit of a nerd. And, like, Katie really made him feel special. We saw a little bit more of that nerd side, which you were talking about, especially last week with him. Yeah. Seeing that kind of shy nerd boy side of him, which I just, I hope we see more of. Same. We were not, we were really against Justin in the beginning. I think we thought he was such a douchebag, which he had his moments. Remember during the, um, uh, the date, with Carl the like I stand by that I still don't think our opinions now contradict our opinions then or is no no I don't think so either but because it wasn't surprising yeah surprising because like layered could also mean that he's got a genuine like douchey side to him also true okay so um do we need to talk about the way Justin left though I feel like it was the most boring cordial goodbye I've ever seen in my life (laughs) yeah yeah it was I feel like it was fine um, it was fine yeah I feel like Katie and him could develop like a good friendship too like they 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 have that's the thing this whole time I've been saying this they have very great friend energy other people are like well he's hot and I was like I don't even think it's that I think they just have friend energy also like 
can't you be hot and also be a good friend? Like, yes. it's not right. Like, that's just so silly to me. I don't know. It's just the like the narrow mindedness of like who's supposed to be like based the on their appearance. That, the one that the lead picks is basically what a lot of this comes down to is like people have the weirdest ideas of like one, what love is, two, what healthy relationships look like, and three, thinking that people are not multifaceted and cannot have a uh, nerdy personality and also be hot and also be douchey and also be funny and also be somewhat timid. Like, girl, you're not perfect. Don't act like it. Like, don't you want to see more imperfections on TV? Like, this isn't 2003. We're not, like, this isn't America's Next Top Model. Like, and, s- skinny shaming. Mm, no, I mean, shaming. we'll talk about it. Perfect. <laughs> fat shaming. Skinny <laughs> shaming, a little different. Well, honestly, I don't think anything would have been. They were shaming everything on that show. Yeah, everything. Everything. But my point is like, times have changed, girlfriend. And now things are much better. They're they're still in progress, but much better. This season was so interesting because I didn't like everybody. And I didn't not like everybody. I loved some people. I got, I felt from this season more than I felt with Michael. I felt with Blake and Katie this whole episode their love story their romance okay the let's can we talk can we yes, talk absolutely. about Blake absolutely Katie, this is lady for real cake. cheers cheers to Katie and Blake to lady to cake lady to cake oh I'm so happy same I hope that they're just like partying like crazy I hope they're taking shots every night I hope they're like making some good love I'm all here for it I I and I believe in them I believe that they're doing that just that and having the time of their lives they're figuring out where they're gonna live Katie just did she did it turns out move to San Diego get a place there but Blake is they're gonna go to Canada for a while then go a few weeks to San Diego and do that kind of thing before they settle down permanently but let's talk about them falling knowing learning realizing the moment they fall in love oh it's so cute oh my god so day date <sighs> this is the best because my mother texts or she says I was, was thinking about the fact that I was texting you both at the same time oh. she I was like my mother texted me from the couch next to me um <laughs> this is just what she needs throw shit at a man no seriously I when I was watching it I was like I think you texted me this too, and that's why I said this. Literally, bless, like, the biggest indicator that, like, you found your person is that you're mad at somebody else, and you can, like, fucking throw water balloons at them, and, like, full of paint. It paint, and if they know that you're going through a hard time, they're just gonna take it, and it's funny, and they're just gonna laugh with you, and they know that you're rough in it, and you just you are their punching bag but not in an unhealthy way (laughs) it was so cute and then they got in the hot tub in the like desert of course as you know one does the random hot tub that pops up even though looking at the resort there are definitely jacuzzis oh my god okay I hate to keep bringing this up it's so hard not to but imagine Greg on this date and her getting a chance to throw balloons at him he would be like worried about his hair he was during after the final rose you i know that? he's always worried about his hair, his hair like, okay we got to stop giving him attention but honestly that would have been amazing to watch her 
punch like th- basically yeah punch him with her incredible with her water balloons um okay <sighs> so then they get in the hot tub <laughs> and she is ready to open up to him about what's been going on he asks her you know what's up like how you been feeling what's going on and she's like okay I guess I'll talk about it um Michael left and Greg left very simple mm-hmm. no she didn't d- air out any dirty laundry and he just kisses her and, well, it's so and there was a moment too right before they kissed where he didn't ask for consent but you saw it in his eyes the visual waiting for the like it was so clear in that moment him like waiting for the okay and her giving that okay non-verbally I was like that's the prime example of it doesn't have to be just like can I kiss you now? Like, that's not what we mean when we mean consent. It was just so great to watch this whole thing, their whole interaction. And I mean, it's all a blur too from the dinner portion and whatnot. Looking stunning in white. She was wearing white all night. I noticed that except for the, like, the tell-all white. She was rocking the white dresses except for her proposal dress. Oh my gosh. So, so pretty. Gorgeous. Yeah. She's so beautiful. But the dinner, oh my God. So he's like, his expression of saying I love you is just so great. Cause he talks about how, like why he's hesitant and why he doesn't want to say it too soon and all the things and all the factors into that. And I just, it made me so happy. It was, it felt like the, I've never felt so much feelings watching and I love you in years at least like since I've been jaded it was honestly really funny to watch him that nervous and like take so so long he was trying to he took so long to say what he meant and I wanted it to be one of those moments where they like play like they it's like a joke and they like play it over time like they flash his face in and out like he was talking for hours like that's how I felt and I I was here for it And that's the other thing. Like, you can sense his nerves. He doesn't have to say he's nervous like Greg does. Like, just the difference. It's like you could feel the nerves and it's so cute because he's, like, trying to hide them. He's not, like, using them to manipulate her. Well, and it's also, like, I don't know. I feel like when you're nervous but you're also, like, super into somebody, you don't you don't say I'm nervous because you feel like it's taking up your time of like meaningful things that you want to say. Like you want to get your point across that like you're really feeling this way Mm -hmm. and saying, oh, like I'm so nervous. It's just kind of like, why is that on the forefront of your mind to say, so to speak, over just like trying your best and like just giving it your all, you know? Like, I feel like I've never like, I don't know, in like nerve wracking dating moments. Like I've never wanted to say out loud, I'm so nervous. That's so weird. So weird. I mean, granted the bachelor's different scenario for saying I'm nervous, but still like, yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to, it was so cute seeing him be nervous and try not to be. And like, just kind of, he's not necessarily that great at words, putting his feelings into words, but like he shows you what he feels. Yes. And that's love showing how you feel, not saying, not just saying, I love you. You have to show it. And he talks about how with his, like about how he doesn't use the word love a lot like he didn't even say I love you to his dad for a long time because you know that's not something you know like that male he's addressing 
this is this is what society has done as a male to make that such a hard thing to say and then he says specifically but he felt the love from Katie she didn't need to say it to him she felt it from her during the hockey date or the yeah. date with the fan hockey date <laughs> you, you I know what you're saying the hometown was date. date yeah yeah he felt it from her and she it was just so cute to see her hear his because if he had said that said it in a way any other way it what she probably would have been able to do a bachelor style I'm falling for you but not I'm in love with you I'm not you know avoiding it but still kind of reciprocating it but she was like and that's the thing is she was really standing her ground by not giving anyone that kind of half-assed version of I love you and he was this expression was so good and she couldn't help it she couldn't contain herself she's like I don't give a shit I fucking love you so much and I was so happy it was very very sweet and like very them you know it to was be like, so them to be like cussing exactly well, yeah we see her family oh my god because that's we get this I love you we get fantasy sweet week so cute all these things then we get to meet her family. Yeah, before the family, mm-hmm. fantasy suites seemed to go really well. Real well. Like, according to Katie, to Caitlin. She, what did she say? He made me... Satisfied her many, many times. times. I love that. Something about... Along those also, lines. Uh, the breakfast thing stressed me out. The breakfast trays, like when they were spilling shit and like they were just trying their best to like keep it all there like I'm picturing I think the reason it stresses me out is because my partner would be stressed out like my ADHD partner would be sitting there like we can't do this like I'm gonna (laughs) we're gonna spill everything (laughs) and they did and the thing is they did and so then I would be nervous too and I'd be like yeah you know we'll probably spill everything we need to just maybe let's maybe not let's maybe not do that that. you know Um, but you know very them very cute of course they spilled stuff so cute my mother the whole time is like wait so the cameras are in the fantasy suite oh my god I was like well they come in you know they have to show it off the Hyatt didn't you know they got to get their money's worth they got to get their money's worth and then also at the breakfast she's like why aren't they there I was like well they didn't actually wake them up mother this is b-roll they're just shooting shit you know they're in robes come on <laughs> that is so funny she's like well why are they there it's, it's like so weird the, the cameras it's like six in the morning and they're like blake get up <laughs> well i mean wouldn't put it past them though katie definitely no. knocked on his door at 5 a.m oh my god cameras in face wakey wakey blakey oh wakey 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 <laughs> Oh man. Well then we get the um mom and aunt. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. I Terrifying. was laughing my ass off. Mostly because I was so happy with the outcome of things, you know? So like I'm right already on cloud nine. He I'm thrilled. Handled things so well. Like he just I don't took the I, punches. I don't think I could have. I would have no. honestly it would have made me kind of pissed I off. I would have cried. It would have made me angry because I I don't like when somebody like tries to school me like almost philosophically because mm, everything yeah. he said she would just be like well you're nothing and I'd be like listen bitch she gregged him <laughs> there was nothing 
that Blake could say to satisfy Aunt. She what's her name? Him. What's her name? Aunt someone. Aunt Lindsay or something. Lindsay. Lindsay. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, no, she kind of did Greg him, not gonna lie. Like, she seemed very unhappy in maybe her own marriage um, and was projecting a lot of that. But, like, that is also exactly what my mother said. Nothing. Yeah, I might have taken that from your text about (laughs) your mom is never mind. That's true. You can totally take credit. She's the creator of that. that Wanted to give your your mama some credit. She's the new one. We got to have her on the podcast. (laughs) We do. We have to have both of our podcasts. No, it's my. No, my, my we mom gotta get your mom we gotta get your mom my mom's too self-conscious incredible uh we we're gonna work that we're gonna get that one to happen we are back to blake handling himself with aunt Lindsay, and also her mother totally fell for blake which i loved watching that was warmed my little heart it, yeah it was sweet from her to, to see her go from like kind of colds really she tried to do the like you know protective thing but she totally warmed up to him and was like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're nice. I, so this is interesting to me because like, I know, I think there were people that were saying like the reason that they're like that is because they're obviously very protective of Katie. I can see that side. I think that that's definitely valid. I can also see maybe some layers of just like unhealthy jealousy like the aunt just kind of the aunt in particular with that like I think yeah, the mom maybe kind of, not but yeah I don't know it's almost like Katie's, Katie is so free-spirited and she's going on this show and she's like open to anything and she's willing to like kiss a bunch of guys and maybe from somebody who's a little insecure about themselves like they're going to project a lot of their feelings into the relationship that Katie's developed it just didn't quite feel it, it kind of felt like, um, it was like the, the dad with the shotgun, but also bring in a little bit of like woman insecurity, like a yeah. mom with a shotgun. I don't know. It was, it was, it was just like a little bit more layered than I think we, I think based on also Katie's background and like some of her childhood experiences, mm-hmm. I was just like, you know, she brought the most supportive people she thought would be helpful in her life, but I think that she's really looking for her chosen family, and yeah. she's really going to hopefully get that with Blake's family and heal from a lot of her, like, family shit through that. I um, think so and hope so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I see with, I'm making up a whole storyline for Lindsay in my head. I just see her as someone who got married right out of high school and is not happy because she never got to go live her life and spread her wings. And she's watching Katie spread her wings and that sucks. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And then also like you see your niece as this like gorgeous, like absolutely gorgeous, young, free-spirited woman. And it's like, it's just, of course, like a little bit like, you know, I don't know rubbing salt in the wound it's hard you know it's hard to not be bitter yeah it's hard to not be bitter and like I'm young too and maybe when I'm like older I will have like a niece or nephew and be like fucking annoyed by their hot life that I even though I'm already starting to get jealous of young people right I mean I I feel like I'm living a hot life right now but you know what I mean you find more FOMO but like now that I'm 26 I'm like is it even FOMO anymore if they're like younger than you are you just like jealous that they're cooler than you (laughs) I'm I'm getting that feels that feeling too especially with the way that I'm like dressing myself more I'm like 
I'm not cool anymore. I'm just not. I'm just I have not. no idea. I mean, bless Katie for making me feel better dressing like my middle school dream this whole season. Her I love it. Are ridiculous. It's absurd. My my mother was like, oh, the sweater. <laughs> she's she said something along the lines of, oh, at least she's not wearing his ball or something about balls and I was so confused what she said and she was referring to Katie's sweater that had balls on it and I could not for the life of me figure out what the fuck she was talking about with balls oh my god okay not to get like too weird and like objectifying but I feel like I always seem to do this on this show love it for you um Blake Blake is Blake is big I mean, you, he has big dick energy, so, right, like, but, but okay. now we know. Hannah, like, paused. <laughs> you too. <laughs> I know, we're such perverts. We, like, paused the TV when they were, the scene where they're, like, walking out of whatever, like, hotel Fantasy area. suite. Fantasy suites, yeah. And his schlong was, it was large. like didn't have a boner but like we could, in charge. See, we could see something in, through his pants and let me just say he's he's packing <laughs> nice and yes I recognize that I am objectifying a man right now and talking very pervertedly <laughs> about his genitalia and I do have some shame around that but you know what Blake congratulations on your engagement and your song <laughs> you know I feel like he get it. He, you know. Yeah. yeah. He 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 molded one. He molded a penis out of clay. Yeah, maybe it was his own. You know, one can only wonder. Although honestly, I think he might have been being, you know, modest. He might not have wanted to be too absurd, you know. Cuz I don't recall it being a giant one. I don't remember. <laughs> I do not remember that. It, it's it's so long ago it's so, like, crazy I how long ago that feels scene. yeah it well yeah because we've had so many seasons in between but it yeah. really wasn't that long ago yeah but almost a year now almost a year almost a oh. year like october claire season shut the fuck isn't that up. crazy oh my god okay that means we've been podcasting for, for over a almost year. a year or almost a year which is crazy <laughs> okay yeah. anyway segue um not segue sidetrack sidetrack the other one the not helpful one um so yeah family was a little intimidating they do their like energy healing date with the like weird tall we got felicia producer felicia is here to do her the zizobra i was trying to catch what it was called yeah i'm curious about more of like the origins of that but my it thing was, is, it kind of looked like one of those blow up like dolls outside of not doll, but like not like I know outside. what you're talking about the car wash thing. Yeah, but then but, they like, lit, lit it on fire, and I was like, "Should that be burning?" Oh, because you were like, "It's not the material." Flammable. I was like, "Or it's flammable." Yeah, is yeah. that is that fire safe? Is that toxic? So many, so many wrong like environmentally harmful things this season too much water usage yeah I mean at least they're not in a forest they're not like camping in the woods and starting that fire yeah but But I was like what is to destroy their land either (laughs) yeah 
Oh my goodness. But yeah, um, that was, I mean, that was cute. I thought, uh, what did Blake say? Something about how, oh, I can't remember now. Blake and Katie both exchanged words about what they were going to let go. And hers, I remember, was her fears of him not liking her or not being into her, not staying. And then his was like, I don't even remember, but it was something kind of profound. I, I didn't write it I down. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just remember her. I'm looking at my notes and going, I'm like, oh. You're what? like, what? <laughs> you were just focused on the, the like car wash thing. I was literally, yeah, I was writing things down like that. And um, what makes you want the beard? Which is what, what? I believe Aunt Lindsay asked Katie. Oh, yes. She did. I was just okay. saw that and it got just, I distracted myself by reading that not to backtrack again but like honestly that kind of sense of humor is just like what this the level of like sarcasm and like weird I don't know it was just weird it was weird it was too much it was too much that was too that like really kind of crossed a line for me I was like okay this isn't just about your experiences and your perspective on like what it takes to be in a hard relationship now you're like making fun of him exactly it got it felt mean it didn't feel constructive it felt mean it felt mean okay anyway anyway um, I just remember Katie at this like creature throwing away your fear date talking about how she um I shouldn't call it a creature because I'm pretty sure it's like a very indigenous like valued spirit. yeah zozobra is my yeah. interpretation of trying to write it down yeah yeah sorry Apologies. Guys. i yeah that it's not a creature but anyway but whatever they created too i don't know how authentic their version <laughs> was either because it did yeah. i don't i'm still concerned was it maybe paper and it just looked like rubber no idea <laughs> um but yeah she mentioned how she was like scared that he was going to leave and then i think she, he like I don't know how he reassured her, but I feel like he did non-verbally in that moment. Another like non-verbal situation, which yeah. we love. Which mm-hmm. we love. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. What's next? Is is next the the Neil Lane phone call? <laughs> yes. Then where I had to explain to my mother what the fuck was going on. Oh my god, you're like, so this is Neil Lane. Straight up, she had no idea. <laughs> she was like, who's that? She's like, the ring guy. And then while he's picking out rings, she's like, wait, he only saw two rings. I was like, no, they only showed us two close-ups, but you could see there were like seven out. Not many, but you know, there were a few. I love all the questions. And you're just like, okay. This is watching TV with my mother. She asks questions about everything, including things I can't possibly know the answer to. And I'm like, if we wait five seconds, maybe we'll find out. Honestly, I'm guilty of that. I'm 100% guilty of doing that. And it drives Hannah and you oh, talk no. over your answer because you, you asked, had yeah. to ask the question before you could even just wait to hear the answer on the screen. I'm embarrassed to admit that I watched Twilight for the first time, like last, like two weekends ago. The first, wait, we got to, should we have a new episode? <laughs> we, we might need to. We got to have a Twilight. Just, oh, that'd be fun. Oh, it gives me an excuse to rewatch. Oh my god, because they're all on Netflix now. Everybody's rewatching. That's so funny. Um, and the whole time I was just like, "What's happening next? What does this mean? What? What is? What's going on here? What is this? What is that?" 
Um, and you know, the worst. I'll admit it's obnoxious. Um, okay, so Tasha is FaceTiming with Neil Lane and telling him, "Boy, I got your back. I'm taking your job. I'm here to to show Blake these rings." <laughs> and we're like, "Okay, weird how that worked out that he dated you for a minute." That okay, not Neil Lane. <laughs> <laughs> Because that, that could have easily gone. That too. He dated Neil Lane and Tasha actually, and Claire. <laughs> you know, two bachelorettes and Neil Lane. God, Blake. <laughs> oh I mean, no God. wonder you have a reputation. Yeah, no wonder people are like, oh, who is this guy? Um, no, let's clarify that Tasha had, Tasha um, let Blake go right before hometowns, right? Was it the episode before Hometown? I believe it was. Surprisingly yeah, I think it was. I kept thinking it would be sooner. Yeah, and I mean, they didn't really... I feel like it's not too weird that she's, like, showing the rings because they didn't actually... I don't know. They never... It's weird that they consider they ever dated, honestly. They went yeah. on one date is really what happened. Honestly, he was kind of the Justin in the situation, and I'm like, maybe Blake was there by default. <laughs> well, you know... Basic. well with Claire's season yeah. I mean Tasha inherited Claire's Guys. final 15 right plus a handful of extras so he already made it certain part of the way by default right and then his only one-on-one was when she sent him home exactly so yeah it really wasn't like I don't even remember them kissing they probably kissed like one no I only remember the pendulum above his junk and then black boxing it and right. here's the thing now knowing his schlong size which is I believe oh my god I believe I have a clip of us talking about his not having a boner and we said maybe he just has a huge penis yes yeah I think we talked about how he probably does have a large penis and that's probably why they had to black box it it wasn't that he had a boner during the weird meditation or whatever guru shit they were doing it's that in his shorts you could totally see it (laughs) Yeah, no matter I, I what, could, I could s- for sure see that happening. Um, We've solved the mystery of the black box boner, our famous episode. Yeah, basically, where Otasha is gonna sh- is showing him the rings. She has this little like palm reader setup thing. <laughs> like it literally looks like she's gonna read him his tarot cards. <laughs> like she's like just sitting there with like this like yellow. That like, is exactly what it looked like. It looks like that. And then he's just like sitting there and he has a moment where he needs to like take a step out, you know, take a step aside and think about it. And like it's the whole time my mom is like, is he chickening out? And she was about to get mad at him. And the whole time I'm like, it's fine. This is she's the show. Been, she's been bachelor brainwashed. She's fully brain. I'm like, it's okay. And fortunately she has me to like talk her off the ledge. Seriously, she she is like the perfect audience it's really funny seeing her objective opinions and I'm so relieved that she's on our side about gray thank god um so he chooses a ring we don't see the ring right the whole time I'm like what is it what is what is it let's cut to the final moment we have to jump okay her green 
dress she's gorgeous beautiful which also she's getting dressed we see her getting dressed while Blake is selecting the ring in his like jeans and I'm like this is not happening at the same time why are they like airing it like this (laughs) kind of weird everything was cut kind of weird this time like things were non-traditional and it's just like whatever I guess this is happening so Um, many moments where I'm like what what okay her dress is gorgeous dusty as shit like there was where she needed Tasha and Caitlin to be like bridesmaids yes, carrying absolutely. her gown her train because it was so freaking dusty I know I that, was watching it in a huge HD TV and my mom was just and again my mother just yelling at the TV going like her dress though after that it needed to be dry cleaned like three times oh my god I mean fortunately in the photos like it's shiny so it almost like which again is kind of the trick with metallics is it hides a lot on camera but because of the eight I it was so clear it was so dusty what I loved about it is all the texture and pattern that was beautiful so pretty like I feel like we get a lot of you know sparkly dresses but I loved the it was subtle shimmer with the texture and the like texture geometric and the green color which green is Blake's favorite color so that's why she picked that one out of the array she knew it was the right one also like I would pick green green on any woman who has like reddish brown hair fantastic you can't go wrong beautiful you can't go wrong you can't go wrong green looks good on everyone I feel like that's like my that dress is like my dream dress like princess gown as a kid like when I would think of like what would I design as a princess gown that would have been mine I always loved the emerald green well I I was born in May I wanted an emerald green prom dress and Mm -hmm. they're just too hard to find that I just didn't get one but yeah yes gorgeous and everyone thinks emerald green is bluer than it is it's not not. look at an emerald like (laughs) Look at a fucking emerald. Like, what are you doing? Look at a fucking emerald. Look at a fucking emerald, okay? Okay, so. Anyway. This is the thing, though, about this proposal setup. It was so, like, half-assed. Like, I feel like the decorations were so bad. Like, it was just thrown together. Like, it was such such a weird setting. They're des- well, it's got to be the least picture, I have to say. Like, I think there's a lot of beauty. We got a little bit of a pretty mountain in the background, but they could have done better for finding picturesque location in New Mexico. Like, Absolutely. maybe it's not have- Vermont in fall. Right. But, like, you managed in, although I can't, I don't remember the Palm Spring one looking that good The Palm either. Spring one was actually better. It was- Was um- it? I'm remembering a lot of like feathers and like mm. you know desert um like they were did more aesthetic. they compensated more they, for the they lack did of a, they did a lot of desert aesthetic like what you could find like a typical desert modern was it home. an evening proposal last time in, in Palm no. Springs no? no it was it was a daytime as well I think but it, it was Claire's at night Claire's was at night that's why I'm thinking Claire's was at night yes but um it just looked really good I think that it because it was a lot of like soft creams and like browns and neutrals the um geometric Aztec looking uh like pillows and like weird things from New Mexico were just like I I just was not a fan it didn't look good. Just because that's the decor of the hotel doesn't mean it has to be the decor of the proposal site, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, the native native aesthetic was just a little mm-hmm. weird. Um, 
their proposal was so cute. Blake pulls that like kind of prank being like, I didn't know. No, like I, what was it? He said, like, I don't. My mom also fell for it as well. I don't remember what it was, but she was like, wait, is he not going to propose? Which Katie has said on interviews today, like, she's like, I thought he wasn't going to propose. And I was like resigning myself to that because I checked out his pockets and I didn't see a ring, but he had it behind him. And then he said, I was like, that's funny because my mom thought the same thing. She did not think he was proposing. The ring was hiding behind that big schlong. It was under the schlong was under the schlong and she was like I know what that is and that's not a ring that's not a ring that's <laughs> that's something else that's something I saw last that's night. something I met recently <laughs> oh god I hate us okay um so cute I mean I don't even really have that much to say about this they Nothing just they exists. rode off in horses we saw at the very end the like little he blooper. ripped his pants the I love that that for was, him I mean it was such a like sound effect right oh, it was but yeah. He has confirmed that he did rip his pants. That's they hilarious. definitely added that sound in post, yeah. but like, because they wanted to express without showing the fact that he definitely split his pants. I love and that. Taylor was not aware of the need to ride a horse in this. The gown worked better than his pants. It really did. Um, so gorgeous. So cute. I loved uh, uh, Caitlin and Tasha's like little ending where they were like, all right, well, so time cute. for Michelle. Like, I think she's waiting for us. Such a cute tease. Which like, was interesting because I was trying to figure out, I was like, when did they go back? I was like, wait, so they did know they were confirmed because the co- confirmation didn't happen until way later. So now I'm like, okay, whenever this finale was filmed is when they, they had already, they already knew because that wasn't voiceover. I was trying to figure it out. I was like, is this- They already knew what? That they were back as hosts. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. with the show, they hadn't com- committed to more than one season with them right. for like so long, until like a week ago, I want to say. Yeah, because the ratings were probably good. Yeah, I, um, I'm curious though, are they going to be still in New Mexico? What's, where are they going? Oh, that's interesting, you know? We can probably Google that. Yes, so Palm Springs- it is being filmed and then they're going to Michelle's hometown. So they're filming at a resort and spa, of course. Classic. Where else would they film? Exactly. Exactly. For and then they're going to Michelle's hometown in Minnesota. Right? Yeah, is Minneapolis. That, Minneapolis. Okay. Well, wow. With that, we are getting gearing up for paradise. We finally got our teaser. So we actually recorded our fil- our predictions. Yes for paradise sunday night before the bachelorette finale aired so yeah, we we're posting that this pre-pounds. friday yeah so we have all our predictions but now we've seen the teaser want to talk about that real quick because holy whoa shit. okay first off demi being like an evil little like little kissing fairy what <laughs> who what is happening she's showing her tits She's kissing everyone. She's telling the producers that she's going to steal everyone's mans. Girls are crying because of Demi, I feel like. What is going on? And then Joe. Joe is like, is Joe kissing Serena P? Joe is with Serena P. Who Can we go back to the fact that she's 22? Okay, first off, hate that regardless of her age. But then you add that, and that's disgusting. I don't like Serena P. Joe is so hot. He deserves to be with Kendall or somebody hotter? I'm 
not Serena C at least just for the record <laughs> not daddy just to clarify for anyone who might mix up Serena's because we typically we definitely hate talked a lot more shit on Serena C than Serena P. Yeah, we, we really did. No, we but really did. This but, pairing? Um, no. What? Yeah, and honestly, okay, but Joe did, like, on his season, on his first and only Paradise season, right? He's only on it once. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he, he did kind of the same thing where he, like, was, you couldn't really tell exactly what he was feeling about somebody. I feel like I, maybe this is just holding hope but I feel like he doesn't really care about Serena B I mean I honestly think so too I think it's you know some rebound yeah exactly he's he's definitely a rebound guy but like you're not exactly sure if he's really feeling it or if he's like you know yeah because he and Kendall broke up like at the beginning of COVID kind of timeline right like around that he hasn't had a chance to date around maybe right before but not long before you know like he hasn't you know like it I hasn't been broke up a long time ago. No, it's not been that long. Again, I'm gonna oh. Kendall Joe break up. 2020. Wow. So yeah, you're yeah. right. Right around COVID. So yeah, this oh this, my god, no, it was oh wait, okay, yeah, February. Yeah, right around. I I thought I thought I saw something that said December 2020. It was like that's recent. No. It, February, March was kind of the time reporting. So right before COVID. Although I don't know though, because this people article says that Joe is opening up about his split from Kendall. And this was uh, posted on December 11th of 2020. So yes. it had to have happened before then. It wasn't February of 2020. It was. Nope. Oh, wait. Think what about what I you said. You yep. I did the same thing. <laughs> yep. I know. I'm I was so like, confused. I could see. I was like, she'll get there. She'll get there. Yeah. I, okay. We both did the same thing. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I um, know. It's so you see that. You go, what? Wait, what? Oh. You're like, what year is it? What Which one's December now? is before February, right? <laughs> right. Because I was thinking like into the new year. Oh, my God. Okay. I know. Oh, my All right. God. Time so, yeah. is so confusing these days. Paradise is going to be. A shit show. We definitely saw Becca Kufrin, so that is now confirmed. Um, we saw it. My biggest shock was seeing Abigail with Noah. <gasps> I couldn't wait to talk about that one with you. Isn't that a left field one? But I but also really? not. But That's is the it thing. really? It's, I didn't think of it. But my God, it makes sense. It makes sense because I don't think she's that sweet girl that everyone thinks that she is I think they both are the same level of sweet but not sweet kind exactly. of thing you know what I mean like they're they know how to play their cards right they're not they're like slightly shady but like yeah. still respectable people he's still a good Christian boy she's you know the good little yeah, like advocate yeah. or spokesperson really you know face right. of kind of situation like they kind of have that going but they also have kind of a side to them that I don't know if they fully have well I think Noah's fully shown his other side to him yeah but no. and honestly I think Abiel showed us the other side I might like it that I know me too but I don't That's like what... that I don't I don't like that it's kind of feels hidden right now right exactly like I want to see it I need Get to it. see it so I know it so I can judge it officially right. for face value and not wonder right exactly what, what exactly it is that's going on because maybe she's just you know you know the a normal level of shady you can laugh at like shit that's you know there's a certain amount that's whatever right right and it's hard to say but especially when you can sense a protection from the show's edit totally um 
any other couples that you picked up on that you were like, what? Like, what is going on? Because I, I didn't like, I was so shocked the whole time watching the preview. I was. But I loved. I love David Spade. I love David Spade as the host already. Like I love, love him talking about how the, the contestants are hot, and then it's him. Like him, that line was amazing. Um, so good. And Kelsey came. We got a little teaser. This wasn't in the one that they aired in the main episode, so it was on a commercial commercial break. But Kelsey with brought champagne. We saw oh. a whole bit of him opening the champagne. I was like champagne gate. I think I saw. Kelsey was with oh no couples we've surprised Kel- Becca Thomas was what I was kind of picking up on yeah yeah okay which I'm not shocked about based on the way she kind of was reacting to Thomas on well she's got, she's got toxic taste in men like absolutely like there's no doubt about it like her her like interests in men are just like girl what is going on here um my thing that I want to just talk about is how annoying it's going to be that we were right in the podcast episode you guys are going to hear next mm-hmm. that Aaron is still going to bring up old drama and we see that with Thomas. It's going to be an Aaron and Thomas bro. Is Aaron brawl. also going after Becca? Oh God, possibly. possibly. I could see Becca being into both guys. Yeah, Actually, you know what? You're kind of right. Two guys, I could see being. God, she's so much hotter than them. Like, what I see is Aaron is in the original cast. Becca walks onto the beach. She could get with Aaron, and then uh, Thomas comes on the beach, asks her out, and that then Aaron Thomas drama comes back to full swing. Absolutely, and of course, prompted and encouraged by producers, knowing that that's you know, totally, totally, just a hunch. um yeah I I don't even know what to say like it just it seems like it's gonna be so much fun I cannot watch I am so excited like I was kind of thinking to myself okay like I'm a little exhausted watching all these seasons it's been a long (laughs) it's been a long like year like sequential series of lots of drama and kind of a lot of downers but this is this I am like wondering is it like gonna borderline on trashy that's like, the thing and the commercials made it seem real trashy but I feel like the commercials always show more trashiness than actually happens like my mom watching yeah. it was like so is it like the same thing but with like more sex and I was like not really no, because they don't, they, not that we, more options is really it. It's, they right. change couples more is what happens, but they, yeah, but she, usually they yeah. aren't actually having sex unless they're, or really we're not like, or the show like genuinely doesn't really want to show that because right, they there, hide are, it. there are lots of shows like that, but we have to keep in mind batch nation is a lot of conservatives. It's still ABC. They're still, still owned ABC. by Disney. Yeah, and exactly. So they're not that interested in like the boom boom room shit. Like, no. we'll we'll hear little glimpses of it and like innuendos that people are gonna go bang it out. But right. But for the most part, like they're not like it's. And not I love like, that about Paradise because I don't I don't want that. It's, it's just too like, much with these other shows. I try watching like Love Island and stuff like that. And oh it's God, too it's too much. much. It's too much. Also, I want to say take a moment to talk about people who will watch Love Island and then say Bachelor is too much to watch, like because the episodes uh. are two hours. 
Love Island is an episode every night. Is it every night? In the UK version. I've been, well, okay, I've been watching um, in the recent season on Hulu, but I, that, like, haven't seasons, been watching it you live. You look at the seasons, and they're, like, 60 episodes long. No, it's, and I, because they're I, airing it every, like, day. I'm not an, I'm not a, a Love Island person. I can't do it. I tried. I don't like the commentator. I don't like the guy who makes, like, the little jokes, the Irish man who, like, will chime in every once in a while and be like, oh, look at these guys. Like, yeah, it doesn't do it I, for me. It doesn't it do it for me. Have, I don't, no. I need I my sportscaster. Like I need my funny voiceover that sounds like it's about to, set, like, be a preview on a VHS tape that they've been doing since Chris Harrison left. Love it, I have to say. Yeah. I love perfect I, choice. Yeah. Perfect, perfect choice. choice. I'm glad they didn't try to make Tasha and Caitlin do the coming up tonight on Bachelor thing. Oh I yeah, I wouldn't have. Liked they should. It. They need to stick to the like regular seasons. I like the way that Bachelor's doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, gold. so far so good. We shall talk soon.